Hello. Hello. Hello, RZ Nation. Doing the intro. Hi, ma'am. Hi, Robert. How's it going? It's good. So I'll just start off with um, some questions. Uh -huh. um, this is the socialism interview with, and then you just say your name and we'll get started. Okay. Yeah. You want me to say my name now? Sione uh, Ma'u, and I'm a um, member of Socialist Appeal, a oh. group of about four comrades in Auckland. Oh, sorry, not, not in Auckland, New Zealand. There's a couple of us in Auckland, and we usually get together over Zoom to um, talk about socialism and how to either intervene in the working class if um, there's any opportunity or, you know, talk about socialist theory and what's happening in the world. Cool. Um, my first question would be, what is socialism? Well, I'd sort of say socialism is the next stage for um, human society, but it, it's sort of a, um, a society with, where there's no exploitation of um, men by men in the sense that um, everything is um, commonly owned and at the really highest stage, um, that's what um, Karl Marx referred to as communism, where um, all the work gets done um, by, you know, using people's natural talents and, I mean, society just takes from each individual according to his need, oh, sorry, according to his ability, which is basically using everyone's talents to um, help each other and um, move society forward. And in return, um, everyone gets their needs provided. Like everyone needs food, everyone needs shelter, housing, all the basics. And um, and basically everyone gets that uh, provided for them. That's the sort of ideal that we're trying to aim for. Um, but of course, there's this human nature that all gets in the way. Um, and for, you know, most of human history, um, people have been struggling to survive. Um, I mean, way back in the beginning when no one had anything, there, there was a form of I was primitive communism. Because, I mean, everyone, when everyone has nothing, everyone's basically equal. Um, like you have all these primitive hunter-gatherer societies. But then bit by bit, um, when, you know, humans started um, developing civilization and, and there was the um, agrarian revolution, which means, uh, you know, people stopped hunter-gathering and they could start growing food. Um, they learned farming and um, kind of like started using tools that they produced and they were able to uh, produce, you know, 
more um, resources kind of above and beyond um, what was necessary just to keep their day-to-day -day life moving. Um, and so what happened was um, because you could produce a surplus, um, you didn't need everyone you know, out there working. Society could basically support a special class of people um, with the surplus of um, everything that was produced. And, you know, people who are f free from having their, you know, day-to-day -day needs, um, you know, when they don't have to struggle to, to survive, they're able to raise their, um, their outlook and they can kind of take a, like a big picture and see what's going on and they are free to develop, you know, higher level um, human things, art, science, culture, and all that. Um, but however, um, that was actually the beginning of class society. And I mean, class is kind of developed organically and, and the ruling class um, in different societies has, is kind of developed organically from um, from the economy, so yeah. Cool. Um, but, so put him back. sorry, gonna say um, yeah. I got more questions. I got a couple more. Uh, what uh, made you join socialism? Um, yeah. Well, actually, I I used to um, follow the stock market and everything back when I was in um, at university. I I, you know, I was planning to like make a lot of um, money and basically interested in how the, the economy worked. Um, and I thought, okay, you know, I probably start getting into stocks because just keeping your money in the bank is not going to make you know, uh, too much. And I, I was sort of interested in that. Um, and I, I did buy a few shares, but I was one of those real small bit players. Um, I, I managed to put in maybe a couple thousand dollars at the time okay. of um, savings. And the Asian crisis happened. This was like in the mid to late 90s. And um, I kind of thought at the time, well, uh all the advice that you know things i've been reading in the paper um i wanted to understand why the crisis was happening and i, I wasn't getting answers i was getting contradictory information um, out of um what i was reading in the papers and one thing i couldn't understand is um why there was a crisis when you still had these you still had the factories producing stuff you still had the workers working you still had all this stuff happening but i mean why was there a, a crisis and then why did all these things have to shut down um and it seemed like all the uh, solutions um that people were throwing around um you know they just didn't make sense to me but it was only when i got into socialism um which was about a year after that that um, 
you know, just hit on the the very simple thing was that workers create all the wealth in in society, and all these crises are, are because of the way um, profit and and the way the surplus that the workers produce is distributed um, because mm. of the rules of who owns what, basically. So yeah, that that's um when I you know started getting into what capitalism really is. Yeah. Uh, the next question, why should people join socialism? Uh, well, I guess, um, why should people join socialism? I, I guess I would say it's because, um, I mean, you're not going to be a billionaire. Uh, mm. I'm talking about the general person, right? I mean, yeah. someone could win lotto. Someone could um, f find some idea and, you know, be the next Bill Gates and, or something. But as a rule, um, uh, like you need a lot, you need a lot of luck to um, to make it. I mean, there's there's so much talent that goes to waste in um, in society because of the because of the system, I guess. I, I mean, um, socialism, I would say, would be a higher level of um, human society where um, people would um, have sort of equal opportunities. And I'm not just talking about um, people in New Zealand, but I'm talking worldwide. Um, the way capitalism runs, um, there are a whole lot of regions in the world in Africa, in the South, India, you know, all these regions of the world where we have, you know, uh, over half the world's population has less than maybe the top 100 um, billionaires. Wow. So all that talent is going to waste. Um, and I mean, the only thing that you could uh, say that um, socialism would be better for us at home. I mean, imagine all these people not fighting each other for scraps and having civil wars and all that, but actually using their talents that they have, right? Everyone's yeah. got a brain, everyone's got, there's so much waste in the world, um, like wasted potential. And, um, and if you only, you can only just imagine, you're just scratching the surface of um, what is possible for the human race. I think that's something worth fighting for. Yeah. Next question would be, what are the benefits of being a socialist? I mean, the the benefits of being a socialist are, well, it depends what you're talking about. Um, whether you're talking about after socialism is implemented, um, mm. I had just explained it to you just now. But if you're talking about before the revolution, there were really no material benefits at all um we are trying to overthrow a system and it's not something that you get into um because you want to uh get ahead it's not something you get into because um uh because you want a comfortable life it's it's something that you get into because you want to sacrifice um for, for the sake of uh the future um and so there are no benefits in that i mean the benefits would be that um 
in the end uh you know when when you when you die or whatever you you can look back on your life and say well i did my best and i um i did something that's worthwhile for my children grandchildren all of that and there are a lot of uh, problems in the world today like um you know climate change the way the pandemic's been handled and um i guess the benefit you have a you have a clear conscience at the end um that okay you did something that um probably uh will play our part in uh, moving society forward yeah cool uh the next question is what are the challenges of being a socialist um <laughs> there are i mean there are different challenges depending on where you are um so i mean i'm privileged here that i live in new zealand i got freedom of speech i can um, go out and sell a socialist paper and talk to people about it there are other parts of the world where um if they're under like right-wing governments or, or dictatorships um you know mention of socialism is is enough to um <laughs> sort of like get a visit from from thugs or you know various um gangs wandering around that are kind of under the control of um you know shady businessmen and all i mean all kinds of stuff would happen um yeah. but in new zealand the main challenge is um is is that um uh i mean we're in a place where um capitalism is normalized um, and a lot of the time people just um accept what's going on because that is i guess what they're used to and they can't really um conceive of any society that would be an improvement it, it just looks i mean too hard basically and um the only thing is yeah i mean, I mean the thing is um the challenge is, is um is trying to uh convince people and not only that maybe try and convince ourselves as well that um that that this socialism is not just a theory but it's something that is um needed and it's something that is you know that we have that is we're working towards and it's going to happen in our lifetime basically um okay. yeah uh, next question, what are the differences between socialists and communists? The differences? Um, well, I guess theoretically there are no differences. Um, but maybe you are thinking of uh, um, historically, uh, there was the Russian Revolution that happened um, and Basically, um, what people referred to as um, communists, communists were people who um, who, were, who sort of um, followed uh, Russia and what the USSR were doing, um, whereas socialists were sort of more reformist. Um, technically, they're, they're the same thing, but most groups who would you, I mean, um, what I would refer to as what people would think of as socialists they would be you know people who want to work within 
capitalism and um, you know have kind of you know policies that benefit workers but they don't actually want to um they don't actually want to uh, overthrow capitalism it, itself on the other hand the, the communists were traditionally those people um, or people what people uh, referred to as communists were, were those who followed russia and um and you have all this you know totalitarian um one party state um, even though there's no private property but you know there's like bureaucrats telling you what to do um and i mean that same thing is happening in china as well um, which was traditionally commu communist in a sort of stalinist sense um but both of those um things are they're sort of prejudices about you know real socialism and real communism they're scientific terms where where socialism would be this the form of society you get you know straight after the revolution um kind of like the lowest stage where where you're trying to solve the problems that capitalism has and communism would be the the highest stage when i mean all the economic problems of um, capitalism have been solved and then society is just running without the need for a state um, everyone's just helping each other and all their needs are provided okay. anyway yeah i was gonna say um if you don't feel comfortable answering a question just tell me and i'll just move on to the next question um okay I, yeah um my question is why socialist doesn't like conservatives why they don't like conservatives um yeah well i guess uh, depends what kind of conservatives you're talking about um i mean don't like is quite a it's quite a emotional thing like we hate them on a personal level um which is not really the case here um okay like we would hardly know these people and we would move in the same circles kind of thing but uh as far as the ideology goes i mean what do conservatives believe in as a rule they believe in the status quo and they don't want to rock the boat and they you know they believe that um you know all like all these different prejudices and all these um uh you know the way things have been going for however long tradition is accepted without question um so yeah i mean um whereas socialists are here to overthrow the system so i guess it's just a fundamental um difference here um okay we want to move forward they want to park back to the past or you know uh, next question would be on free education. Free education? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, education should be free. I, I would say that um, like everyone who's born, they got potential, they got talent, everybody yeah. in the world. Um, and the task of society as a whole is to realize that potential. Um, and education is really how people learn things and 
I mean, without education, society couldn't function. People need to know how to read and write. They need to know how to add things so they can pay their bills. Um, but under capitalism, education is is something that uh, they want to provide the minimum amount of education so they can get good workers to make money for them. Right? Um, whereas education, I guess under socialism, it should be a, a free thing to the whole population. And I'm not just talking about education of kids and young adults, you know, going through school yeah. and university. I'm talking about people, I mean, you see it more these days, even under capitalism, but education is a lifelong thing and everybody um, should be uh, learning basically. And people want to learn if they're given the opportunity. I mean, they might want to learn to paint. They might want to learn a new language. They might want to, um, you know, have, have various opportunities. The problem is that people do not have these opportunities because they're working, you know, nine to five jobs and even longer over time, and they don't have a chance to improve themselves. So yeah. one of the things under socialism would be um, reduction of the working hours. We have all this technology um, that can... Um, increase the productivity of our work we can do tons of things in a millisecond that even you know 20 plus years ago it took several days we can send emails across the world we can um, we can organize a lot we can do a lot of uh well we can do like way more the world is a lot more productive um, um and so if we can do all that, we can reduce people's working hours to 20, 30 hours a week. And then you can have the rest of the time to, um, you know, to learn stuff as well. Cool. Uh, the next question, what are your views on free healthcare? Again, it's the same thing. Um, mm. If you want people to realize their potential, they've got to be healthy. Uh, you wouldn't just leave your um, car in the together rust and everything, right? And I mean, you, you change the oil, you, you keep everything repaired. And so that, you know, the car can do what it's supposed to do um, and it's not going to break down. And our bodies are like that. Um, not only our bodies, our minds. People need, you know, proper sleep. And I mean, they need proper uh, nutrition. Um, and of course, when they get sick, they need proper health care. Um, and health care, it should be seen as an, you know, the bare minimum is that, <clears throat> is that people, yeah, there should be a minimum standard of health care, which, I mean, if if, uh, if society is not looking after people's health, um, you know, it's sort of like a mark of what level we're at um, as a society. Yeah. We just leave people to um, get sick and we don't care about them. I mean, the, you, can, you can produce a lot of um, robots and 
artificial intelligence that can do all kinds of amazing things, right? But think about the potential of a human being. You don't have to invent that. All yeah. you've got to do is, um, you know, give them the resources and, you know, um, they got way more creativity. So, you know, just healthcare is just basically a, a no-brainer here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, last question that I've got. Uh, what is What are your views on welfare? Views on... Yeah, I, I think I just uh, told you... This, it's the same as what I was saying about, um, about healthcare as well. The only difference yeah. is that healthcare is you know, regarding your actual health, but welfare is it's a little bit wider in, in regards, um, you know, having a, having a shelter, um, you know, getting support um, for your kids and getting support for um, work as well. Yeah. Um, the reason why people are unemployed is because there are not um, jobs for them or it's jobs that pay too low. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think, um, you know, welfare is basically, um, yeah, it's, yeah, I guess I think I'll, I, I'll say, yeah, it's, um, you know, important and um, I guess just for the reasons I was I was saying about health, um, it, yeah. basically giving people the environment so they can realize their, their potential. True potential. Yeah. Okay. It, it all comes back to that, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on to my podcast and hopefully have a good night and uh, see you next time. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Is it the Bye. End? Bye. Uh, yes, it's 26 minutes. So we did well. Oh, okay. Is it yeah. finished this podcast uh, or is it still re oh, it's still recording? Yeah.